On this episode of Blonde Sour Stout, we visit three new breweries, we live taste a sour, and, shockingly, a stout. Ooh. I think that should do just well if we do it both here. Okay, great. Yeah, so we're recording now. All right, hello, welcome. But this is Blonde Sour Stout. My name is Luke Ramsdorf Terry. Uh, This is Pierre Nevinoff. And welcome. We're very happy to have you here with us. Yeah, lovely to see you. Yes, lovely to see you as well, too, through the, yeah, <laughs> through the, through the airwaves, I guess. Through the airwaves of the podcast. Uh, anyway, we this is our second episode, and today we went to three different breweries, and we went to... Uh, the Brew on Broadway. The Brew on Broadway, which is our first destination, and then... Uh, Chain Reaction. Chain Reaction, which was number two, and then number three was Crazy Mountain. Yeah, Crazy Mountain. But then we also stopped at a liquor store as well, too, but we'll get yeah, to that later. I have many fun things to say about that uh, in terms of uh, if any of these are Games of Thrones fans, you know? Exactly. Now we'll get to that, and we'll yeah. get to that soon. But anyway, uh, as far as before we go to our three, we talk about our three breweries, which again were uh, the Brew on Broadway in Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and then Chain Reaction and Crazy Mountain. I believe you had a list of questions yes, I do. that you wanted to ask us as far as... Uh, why we chose the place, or just yes. different questions for discussion. Okay, so the first question that I had was, where did we go? We kind of already tackled that. We did, yes. Crazy, yeah. We went through the three. Uh, so we already know where we went. Uh, the second question that I really had is, why did we pick it? So uh, my question to you, Luke, uh-huh. was uh, you sort of texted me and said, these are the three places I would like to sort of go to. Uh-huh. Uh, and I wanted to sort of see, why did you have these places in mind? I know that we have the pub pass, and they're mm-hmm. in there, but you know, what made you think about these three places? Well, the three, aside from the fact that, yeah, we've got the pub pass, and if you hear rhythmic pattering uh, in the background, that's uh, a very happy corgi who's getting uh, fetch played with her. Oh, they're so happy. So, they're very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the biggest reason why I chose those three was, one, they were all three relatively close to each other. Uh uh, Brew on Broadway was the furthest south where we did have to take a bit of a trek to get out there, but well worth it, which we'll get to in a second. Uh And then the... the other two, as far as Chain Reaction and Crazy Mountain, were fairly close together as far as proximity, so it was less than a 10-minute drive to either one of them. So it was more of a matter of convenience for picking uh-huh. all three of them. But as far as, like, say, Crazy Mountain, I know we've had before, I've had before. Yeah, I have definitely not had that before, but I really enjoyed it. It mm-hmm. was good. And so, yeah, I, I, I've i had it before myself, and I wanted to actually visit the brewery, the one on Broadway, uh, Brew on Broad, I've not been to, but... Uh, I'm very happy that we went there because yeah. that was that was great. Yeah, this, then, this is all new for me. All three of these places are places that I have not been to. I've heard of the second one, Chain Reaction, but I've never been there. Well, and the third, like on all three of them, I've heard of in some way, shape, or form, but I've never been to myself. Right. So, you know, just kind of worked out that way in a good way. Uh, okay. Yeah, but th- that's the reason why we picked all three of those places, and uh-huh. uh, you know, so it was mostly a matter of convenience because, okay. yeah. So that's kind of one of the things that I do want to talk about, and we'll get into it more as sure. episodes sort of come along. Is like, why did we pick the places that we picked? Um, as we have said in the last episode and in this episode, we have this pub pass. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our decisions are based on what's in this book and, you know, sort of location that's close to us and stuff like that. But as we go on, you know, there may be other reasons why we choose to go places. Uh, sure. 
beer releases, reputation, environment, atmosphere, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, and we definitely saw, you know, a lot of environment and atmosphere today. Exactly. Now, I think of all three places, each one had a different type of environment and atmosphere, yeah. and all three of them did, did things differently than each other. Yeah. And all three of them had their strong points and their weak points as well, too, that we'll kind of... Yeah. That we'll talk about as we're going along. So, uh... For sure. Yeah. So, let's start with Brown Broadway. Brown Broadway, uh... Yeah, the first place we went to, which... I gotta say, I was surprised because it's also not just a beer... It's not just a brewery, but it's like a music venue at a coffee shop. Yeah. So, uh, just to, uh, lay the scene a little bit. <laughs> Pay uh, us a word picture. Yeah, okay, there you go. I will. <laughs> um, so, we're doing this on a Saturday, uh, the Saturday of March 2nd, 2019. Snowpocalypse 2019. Yeah, it's supposed to be Snowpocalypse. It's just starting to snow now. It's not exactly Armageddon, but they painted this as, like, you know, barricade your doors or you will die. Pretty much. Much. Now um, they, and yeah. yeah, it just this is this is not new for Colorado weather or Denver yeah, weather. So if you're from here, you know this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, so we had sort of talked during the week, like you know, should we go? Should we not go? You know, weather mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, we decided to go, obviously. And so Luke picked me up, and we drove down to this brewery, and uh, it was a very overcast day. Uh, which is my favorite. I always love overcast weather in general. I just think it's very atmospheric and nice. Great Pacific Northwest Uh, of you. Yes, of course. Uh, Well, we live in Colorado, which is known for over 300 days of sunny weather. So Today was not one of them. Yes, so today was a (laughs) lovely joy for those of us who do not enjoy sunny weather. But uh, uh, it was in this part of town. It's actually in Denver. It's in a, a town or city next door called Englewood. And uh, Englewood is, I mean, like, it's part of the Denver metro area, so you don't really don't know. But it's, uh, you know, we parked on the main street, and it was, like, these uh, buildings are all one story tall, but they have, like, the window fronts. It reminded me very much of, like, some sort of uh, 1950s main street. It was very yeah. different. Yeah. It's, like, the, the, the type of area, like, Broadway Street is known for having a lot of eclectic shops as far as bookstores, yeah. antique stores. So, A lot yeah. of, like, br- bars, brewery. It's a very... Uh, LGBTQ uh, friendly neighborhood as well too. So I also know it's known a lot for like antique shops and mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. To give you an idea of what was on the street, I paid particular attention to what was on the street next to it. So there was the brewery. Mm-hmm. There was a used bookstore which yep. had like a buy two get one free sign off front, mm-hmm. and then next door to that was a fur coat shop. I missed the fur coat shop. I uh, remember yeah, no, the bookstore, but... Yeah, no, it was just... Uh, it's sort of like a little eclectic mix of things, and uh, mixed with, like, sort of old-school kind of Dairy Queens. So okay, it's, uh, excellent. It's just kind of interesting, like... I don't know, like, if you're not looking for it, I guess... Well, I guess, like, you say this about many of these breweries, but if you're not looking for it, you don't know it's there. Exactly. No, I feel like the kind of... It's, it's not like a... There's not going to be a Golden Arches like a McDonald's no, or anything in front of all. these places. It's definitely a... You need to know where it's at, or you need to know the address, otherwise yeah, right. you may miss it, because it's just kind of off... Not off the beef, beaten path for this one, but it's just, it's definitely not obvious where it's at. You feel like that this storefront, had it not been there, it should have been like a Woolworths, or something like that. <laughs> you could have gotten an egg cream <laughs> yeah, something on like, a Saturday yeah, afternoon yeah, a little and bit. gotten it. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that adds to the charm of the place. Yeah, oh yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I really actually dug it, like just like sort of parking and going up there. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. Well, it was fun because we you know, we ended up talking to the. That's another thing that I really liked about the place is we ended up having a conversation with the uh, the beer tender behind uh-huh. the counter, 
uh, you know, ask we asked about you know how we asked her how long they've been around and and they said since two thousand eleven two thousand eleven yes, yes they've been so around for eight years and well. in the same location and that's a uh, you know that can be a very competitive real estate market so that's a very yeah. impressive that they were there in the same and location it and relatively busy I mean not like packed but I mean like there are people along the but yeah, it was it was it was definitely steady there were a couple like I did see a few people using their pub pass as well but I kind of got the impression there were some other people that were there. Uh, to that were locals that like they had yeah. been there many times they knew the whole deal of what was going on so we enjoyed this place so much that uh, we have the pub pass where you mm-hmm. get like the one free beer and there are limitations on what you can get on the menu but uh, we got our one free beer but then we each enjoyed it so much that we decided to have a second beer to pay for exactly and that's the beauty of the pub pass which I think encourages that is you get the you know you get the one free beer but then hey you're saving one beer so basically it's a two for one deal yeah, right. when you're paying for it. And the beer that you had, you had a... Uh, it was like a coffee nitro stout. You had, yeah, it was a coffee nitro milk stout. So which, smooth. It was almost like a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Which was really... Yeah, you, uh, you actually I, I really dug it. it. It was great. And I had their, their ESB, their uh, their uh, extra special bitter beer. Yeah. And it was really, really good for an English bitter. It was a just a really good kind of... It had a bit of a good warming quality to it, which is great on a cold day like today. It was very very nice. nice. No, I, I I think I, I think we you know we're, we won't get to final judgments or anything, but I think I'd have, you know that just made uh, be my favorite of all three that we've been to was the very first one that we were at uh, with Chain Reaction, and then the second beer I myself had a uh, since it's in Inglewood, Colorado, they had what's called a New Inglewood IPA, which is a take <laughs> on their their version of the I like that a lot the New England style IPA. So it was very you know very fruit forward, very citrusy, but still very very tasty. And uh, yeah, no, that was very very good. And I would just like to say I enjoyed that because I grew up in Englewood mm, yes. and I am originally from that. New England. So it made me feel like my home was complete. Everything it was you were the melting pot. I was. Of I started these that two whole places. thing. Excellent. Well, or not, but you know, whatever. Oh no, no, that's not a bad thing at all. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think both of the yeah, I think both beers that we had were very, very tasty yeah. and it was just a very so, good location. And the second one that I had was that cherry, sort of like that the stout. The cherry imperial the cherry sour yeah. imperial stout. So we did like okay, on the last episode I talked about how I did not know how to do a taste test. So since we <laughs> went out this last time, I want to try this out on the spot. Give it a shot. So and he did. Yeah, I did. I certainly did. And uh, I got the taster, and uh, I I put my hand over the cup, like you said. I yep. swirled it around. I took a sniff. Mm-hmm. I took a sip. You did the same thing. Um, I, you and I had both expressed interest in this beer before I ended up ultimately ordering it. Um, so your reaction, I remember, which is something that I can concur with, was mm-hmm. that... Uh, you're not as much of a fan of sours as I am, but you felt like it was very like heavy on the cherry sour at the beginning. It was yeah, it was very heavy on like, you know, that cherry pie kind of feeling where it's definitely just really yeah. sour, really tart on the for on the forward, which was a, a little not overpowering, but it was definitely just a, whoa, this is uh, yeah. more than I expected. But then the more you let it sit on your palate, the more that sweetness came in yeah. and it was almost like a Almost like a Jolly Ranch. Yeah, like it just became like a sugary sweet, which yeah, is it was really good. good. I liked it. I liked it a lot too. I was very surprised by that because I, you know, a a cherry sour imperial stout. That's you know two different styles kind of going together. So yeah, and I guess also when I drank it, like so, 
you talked about like you know the sour part of it, but right? Like it was definitely for a sour darker. I think of sours as lighter beers generally. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like it was definitely darker for me, but I mean, like it wasn't like hard to drink. Like I mm-hmm. was able to drink it, but it definitely felt the most. The, the flavor that came out the most for me was that dark kind of flavor. No, absolutely. And I think that's part of it. And I want to say also, uh, and it's not that like the, the sour was too dark. It's just that the fact that it was a sour and an imperial stout mix. Right. It was an interesting which, mix of flavors. Yeah, definitely a, yeah. A, a combination of two different ones, which was certainly interesting, but very, um, very, t- but very, very good. I, yeah, the, the, the forwardness of it was a little, was maybe a little off-putting at first, but then letting it sit was just, okay, I see the journey the beer's taking me on, which is another reason why I like, uh, why I like craft beer so much. Yeah, so, um, the other, so we, we enjoyed the beer there. I would mm-hmm. say that, uh, you know, once we got off the 1950s Main Street, uh, <laughs> once we, <laughs> once we went down from Pleasantville and on back towards the industrial way, near out, the of the newsies. Corners, <laughs> out of the newsies, out of the newsies, I was saying, well, you know, come down here and extra, extra. Yeah, no, it felt very like you know your typical sort of modern hipster kind of bar inside. It kind of did, and that's kind of part of what that neighbor, that Broadway yeah. neighborhood, is a little bit. Yeah, and like which... you know, it had like the pool tables and all that stuff, and like sort of the dark yeah. kind of like you know the wood and exactly, that. and like you know there was an espresso machine there, so they were making like yeah. someone was ordering like some sort of a fancy uh, coffee drink as well too as we were leaving. It was, it, but it was it, like that one. I liked that a lot, especially you know we got yeah. some, we got. We got some stickers at the end. Not saying yeah. that swag is going to sway us, but no, I will be uh, totally swayed by swag. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, you you will have my heart a thousand times if you so give if me you, a sticker. Pro tip: If you want to get Peter's heart, uh, just give him some stickers of any kind, yeah. apparently, and it does not matter what. No, I will take. I love poop or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but the poop emoji or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. But uh, no, so I mean, you sort of talked about what I was getting into though. So like, we sat down and we had our first beer, and then the bartender came over and she talked to us, and she mm-hmm. uh, was talking to us a little bit about how she worked at this uh, brewery, but she also bartended at another brewery, and uh, I don't know, you guys, I mean. More so you and her than mm-hmm. her and I, but like you guys got into a major conversation about the Great American uh, Brewery Festival here in Denver. Oh yeah, Great American Beer Festival, which yeah. is her- which is held every year in Denver, and it used to be you know back in the day. I want to say it was in the early '80s when it was. It may be the '70s, I forget, but it used to be like a very small yeah. to do fest where there was like not, not the that case many, anymore. Yeah, not the case anymore. Where it's it's a huge commercial venture. It's held on uh, three days and four separate sessions. Yeah, uh, not even three days. It's held four well, days. Well, and, and four the se- tickets sell out like instantaneously. Oh, like, they do you, absolutely. If it's, you don't get it like on the spots. And it's the kind of thing where, you know, it's open to the public. There is a, like, a homebrew or uh, American Homebrewers Association yeah. session that's open just on Saturday afternoons. And, you know, she we were talking about the big hubbub that happened for the Beer Fest in, 29, in 2018 was the fact that, uh, as opposed to breaking up the breweries regionally, they broke them up alphabetically. So you would have places that... Instead of, like, say, the example that we gave to the beer tender, uh, to our bartender, was uh, the fact that, you know, you go to, say, like, the Great Lakes region, that's kind of where you would find, like, the Surly Brewery out of Minnesota or Founders out of Michigan, Mm -hmm. and then that would help you kind of branch out to find other places around that exact same area. The case this year was much different where it was the fact that it was all alphabetical. So you would have to, you know, you go to New Belgium, uh, that's out of Fort Collins, you'd go to N., 
and then you'd have to kind of work your way down. So it made it much more difficult to hit some of the other places that are out that are. So I asked her uh, while you guys were talking why this was a benefit, why the the festival decided to do this, and her answer to me, which I believe, mm-hmm. was that. Uh, she, they felt that a lot of the Colorado breweries were not being visited because of the regional thing, and so they wanted to kind of mm-hmm. get like that home, home game home field turf. advantage yeah. is a way. Which yeah, I thought that was interesting because there's been plenty. I feel like Colorado is one of the most rep- like, and this is just me, you know, as someone who doesn't has not paid terribly much attention, but I feel like that, that Colorado is plenty well represented. Yeah. As far you know, aside from being the hosting state and has been for many years. There's plenty of breweries, yeah. you know, that's, you know, we're the Napa Valley of beer, for God's sakes. I feel like there's plenty of places that are represented, uh, represented in uh, in this festival. I uh, I only went once. I went in 2014. Okay. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't remember, like, avoiding the Colorado places. Like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. I made a decision, like, I need to, like, go to all these other regions. But I think I spent most of my time in the South. Sure. Uh, just because that was where me and my friend uh, mm-hmm. ended up, and we just kind of were going down the line, and it was like totally fascinating. I mean, like you know, just going to all these breweries I would have never heard of before, and I still have, again, the swag. The swag <laughs> will get me anytime. I still have all the swag that they gave me, pins and stickers. I mean, I love. Oh, that you can stuff. get a ton of swag. It's sidebar. My favorite Great American Beer Festival story was two years ago uh-huh. when I went. Uh, the my my wife is originally from Bend, Oregon, and so oh, yes. Oregon, and this is a wonderful story. that's the home of Deschutes Brewery, which is like that's that's Oregon and the Pacific Northwest, and also like the uh, West Coast version of New Belgium yeah, or Boston right. Beer Company. It's like their big, it's their beer valley up there. Yeah, exactly. It's their big regional brewery, and also my uh, my wife's dad, my father in law, he has been a public defense attorney in Bend for you know over thirty years now. And his office is right next to the Bend, Oregon, uh, is, is downtown Bend, Oregon, which is also right next to the Deschutes, uh, the Deschutes well, Brewery. Um, he once told me when I, when you mm-hmm. guys got married that he would go there because they have a great lunch. Yeah, and no, like we went the there street. for lunch with him when we were there for uh, Thanksgiving a couple years ago. And it's a great, they have a great menu. But we were there and they, they have an, uh, you know, they have a big stand at Great American Beer Festival. They're giving out swag. Speaking of which, they got a... Yeah, right. Uh, there's a trucker's cap I got, which I still wear. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I made mention to the guy handing out the caps, and he's like, oh, yeah, my wife is from uh, Bend, Oregon. And so, you know, we always make a point to see you guys. And he's like, you know, joking with us, oh, really, what's your wife's name? And I said, you know, Susan Ramsdorf. And then he wrote out, oh, you're married to Terry Ramsdorf's daughter. No kidding. And I don't know why he had a New York accent, but uh, he... <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, it was the... The sixth borough, the sixth borough of the of New York City is it's all the way on the, on the west coast near in Oregon. Yeah, whatever, uh, but, it's all good. But this is you know a fun you know fun but anyway fun little story. But just kind of to show that yeah it's it's there's that and that's the kind of thing I think that goes into uh, what the conversation of that we were talking about yeah. with that bartender was. There's that sense of community. Yeah, right. Well, you very much that got that with it. her. Oh yeah, you did. Well, especially I mean, like she wanted to talk to us, and that was nice. oh yeah, which was a great, which is a thing that I I really liked about uh, Bob Brew on Broadway, which yeah. is a you know a great plus. It's you know not that I'm expecting to make a best friend or anything at the at the uh, at a brewery. No, but, but you want to like you know it's not that you're expecting to make a best friend, but I mean like you know. You want, you want to be able to have a, yeah. You want to have a conversation with someone, and that's exactly what we got. I feel like what we got with, uh, with this place, which was great. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, 
I think also the other thing that I liked about it when we went in, uh, so the last time we also talked about, uh, or at least I talked about, mm-hmm. I like dogs. I like dogs in the brewery. <laughs> I mean, like, you dogs. know, it's just yeah, like swag, mm-hmm. dogs, all that stuff. You know, I'm a simple man. Swag, uh, dogs. He's a simple man. He sees swag and he sees dogs. He's happy. Yeah, you give me a dog with some swag on it, I'll... <laughs> <laughs> if you give him a Spuds McKenzie dog <laughs> or uh, whatever, he'll be happy. I do love those kind of dogs. Those, like, weird terriers, but whatever. That's beyond the point. But, uh, no, so... I mean, so obviously, like we said, it's supposed to be snow began today, so everybody was inside. But there was an outdoor patio area. Mm-hmm. Um, there were no dogs in there, but they sold uh, on the menu as snacks. They had like a full like food menu, but they had, or I guess they had pizza. They had pizza, and they had like some stuff. It was more like but you know, they chips had a lot of like and stuff. So but... a lot of the stuff they were selling was like pretzels, chips, uh, things like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, sort of like. Very basic looking in a bag. Right. Uh, but underneath that, there was like dog bones. Yeah, there are dog biscuits yeah. that you can get. So that's, uh, you know, I think any Warm place. the cackles of my heart. I love that. No, I, I love that too. It was great because it just meant, you know, it's any place where there's a dog, it's a good place. And dogs just make the world better. So. Yeah. And I know that we talked about while we were there that um, we talked about both dogs and kids. And like some people just say no. They don't want them there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I met some friends of mine a couple of weeks ago at a brewery uh, with their kid and I was not in any way offended. Like, <laughs> it, it doesn't, like, it doesn't bother me. But like, you know, that was like one in the afternoon. I guess it'd be a different thing. It's like, you know, cl- coming up closing time or like last call. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, and and they're in a baby Bjorn while you're trying to get that last beer. So yeah. I can understand that completely. But like, you know, just in general, like in the afternoon, I don't think it's a problem. Oh no, not at all. Cool. Any other thoughts about Brew, Brew on Broadway? Uh, lovely location. I loved it. Uh, good beer. I really that nitro milk stout, very creamy, very lovely. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree. No, that that ESB that 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 uh, that bitter was great. That's a style I don't see that yeah. around that often. So, no, we we'll definitely go there again. And top marks to them. So all around, Bob yeah. was great. I will be back. I will definitely make a point, even though my beer or my pub pass is done with them I oh we'll go down go back. Yeah. even if you don't get a free pint we'll go down there and yeah, do whatever happily pay absolutely yeah so alright so after a beer on Broadway we went outside and there were like a few snowflakes but it wasn't as terrible <laughs> as we thought not just uh, mainly cold but we hopped in the car and uh, after several several obstacles like a giant mountain of rocks oh, in the geez. middle of the road it, it was trying to find chain reaction it's not and it's not their fault there was like some construction going on no. near there so and we also got messed up because i put on the uh you know on the direction app or whatever on my phone like how to get to this next mm-hmm. place and it, it kept trying to reroute us but we couldn't reroute because they were doing construction like the yeah the road was closed they had I don't know what was going on, but there was like a giant mount of pebbles. In the well, yeah, when we t- like, okay, we can turn right here. No, we can't. Why not? Oh, that's why. And this giant pile of rocks. So is, we were like, I, well, we'll just go down to the next street, turn right there, and just go past it. But except there is no next street. They're all like little, you know, alleyways or whatever it was, that they go it, through. It reminded me of that one Simpsons episode where they're trying to go to the off ramp in for their romantic <laughs> night, and it's like, oh, it's okay. We'll just take the next exit. Next exit, thirty miles. Well, crap. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, it felt a little like that, but uh, so and that's and that's not a mark about the the brewery. Make that very clear. It's no, slight against them. It's just it's it's just the circumstances we, of what uh, happened. 
very much like an Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. We chose poorly. We chose poorly. And when I say that, I am talking about the route we took because we could have just stayed on the highway and got off two exits later and avoid that exactly. whole thing. Exactly. Right. We, we were trying decided. to take a shortcut and the short and it's, you know, we chose poorly. We did not do well. But whatever. So we finally got there and uh, it was good. It was still gray and cloudy. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Uh, you know, when we first pulled up, it was definitely in a, in a very more industrial Part of town yeah. uh, in like an old warehouse of some kind yeah. where there was definitely a, uh, you know, garage doors that open up where you can get, it would deliver supplies and there'd be cakes. Yeah, and right. It definitely, yeah, it did not feel, so the other one felt like, you know, Main Street America 1950s, but like it definitely felt like more like people lived there. This felt like, uh, you know, nobody lived there. This it, was like. Yeah, you know, if, yeah. If, I kind of I think the thing like if this like if that if the if Brew on Broadway was kind of more nostalgia and Americana, this was a bit more punk rock in the sense that yeah. it's you know there was a, just a bit more rebellious feel about it, a bit more kind of out there. Maybe that also might be the fact that you know the music that was playing was definitely you know the the, bart- the bartender was talking about it being dad rock or well you or you said you said punk rock I I definitely thought like kind of hipster like you know it's kind of yeah, like kind of like one of those too. feelings like yeah we're in the middle of this industrial thing and we don't care if you don't care where we are exactly uh, so it was it was yeah. not that to say that the place was bad it just was not that like we, it wasn't that we didn't feel welcome it was just like oh we're here yeah well I mean like and I mean. When we went in there, it's not that I need to talk to everybody. I mean, even though I am a social You're person. You're a very gregarious person, yes. I do like to talk to people a lot, but I did not feel like the person pouring the beer was the most social of people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and like, you know, again, like, you can't really, like, say that, like, as a mark sure. against them. Because, like, you know, it could be a bad day. It could just be, like, they're busy. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, there's a lot of things going on. But, like, it, it felt a little more like, what do you want? Here you go. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of, if it, especially if it's just one person working the bar, I can understand. Especially yeah. on a weekend, it could be a little more harried. So I can definitely understand where they were coming from. So. How uh, busy do you think it was? It, I mean, like, I saw that there were, like, people around the bar. But, like, would you consider a busy It was, brewery? I would say, maybe, I don't, and, and, and having had, you know, as minimal bartending experience as I have, uh-huh. uh, I would say it was, it was maybe average. I would yeah. say, because it wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't people. There, it was all around the bar. There were not anybody at, at tables nearby, so it was not. Yeah, uh, not that. Okay, so question. Yes. What did you get? Uh, the first beer that I got is I got their pre. Uh, it's a I got a uh, peanut. I forget the exact name of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I could find it if I had my phone and I I take a look at the Untapped app. I will was... say real quickly, not to interrupt, but yes, one of the no. things I did like about this place was the names of the beer. Uh, mm-hmm. They were very pop culture. There was one that referenced Willie from The Simpsons and had a picture of Willie that somebody had drawn <laughs> the with grounds key, yeah, yeah, groundskeeper Loved red, it. which was which was which was fun. Uh, there was a reference to Arrested Development that I loved. Uh, always money in the banana stand. Always money in the banana stand. Uh, and I can't remember the other ones, but there were like a lot of like sort of pop culture references so i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but i that was one of the things i really did dig about that place mm-hmm. no they were very creative with the names and very creative with the uh with like what they were doing with their beers uh-huh. uh which is very good and a positive uh for me i'm just actually pulling up because i know i have the list here is i'm pulling up my untapped list uh the first beer that i had there was uh how are you now which was a peanut brittle brown ale okay. at chain reaction uh, and you had, what was the first beer that you had? I had an orange cream ale. Orange cream ale, which that one was great. I liked the smell of that. Uh, I liked very, the taste yeah, of that. Yeah, no, it was very much like, I, even though 
it was not a nice day outside. Like, you know, it was like a summer's day. It was mm -hmm. very lovely, very very light and refreshing. And a cream ale, a good cream ale is what they call, you know, I it's it's often called a lawnmower beer because it's the kind that you can just, you yeah. know, sip while you're doing yard work or whatnot, yeah. which that one was very, very good. So, you know, and that's kind of the thing, and I guess it's something I do want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you make your decision when you order your beer? Because, I mean, like, when I went in there, I tried one other one, and I had not seen the orange cream ale until I sure. was trying the first one, and you said something, and I said, oh, my God. You're like, they're just, like, beers. Like, when sure. I try a place, I'm just like, I need to try this. Like, this is the one I need to try. Mm -hmm. And that was it for me. For me, it was definitely, like, there's, like, there's certain flavors I gravitate towards, and that's why I chose the peanut butter ale, uh, the yeah. peanut brittle ale, because peanut butter is one of my favorite things in the world, as I mentioned on the last episode. Yeah. Oh, I love peanut butter, so, too, yeah. And that's one of the first things that drove me towards there, because I'm always, like, I, and I've talked about how much I love that, that nut crusher peanut butter porter from uh, Wild Ride in Redmond, Oregon. Right, right. And so this, I'm always chasing that peanut butter high. I'm trying to find another good peanut butter beer. And this one, it was good, the the flavor it was definitely not like supposed to be a peanut brittle it was supposed to just kind of have that little bit subtle taste of peanut butter yeah. with of peanuts and then a little bit of the the sweetness that went with like a, a, a brittle kind which it hit that very very well but it was definitely by no means uh you know a peanut butter heavy beer yeah absolutely well i so, mean like yeah oh go ahead well no, i'll say that that's what i'll kind of go with i'll go with that and the second beer i had there was the uh samoa beer there oh uh, I, I that need, was the one i tried first mm -hmm, yeah there need i need this samoa beer which you know a samoa the girl scout cookie that makes me think chocolate and yeah, coconut right. And so I kind of gravitate towards, you know, chocolate and coconut is the kind of flavors I like. Yeah. Well, so that's yeah. the big reason why I chose those two, just to see how they, you you know, want, how yeah. they would be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like, I tried the Samoa one. It was good. Um, I do love peanut butter stuff also. Mm -hmm. I think the reason I, when I got there and I saw that they had an orange cream ale and I had to have it is because, like, even though I love things like peanut butter flavored, mm -hmm. I feel like... An orange flavored beer is not something I see as often when I'm in a brewery. Like I want to you try don't. that. Like that's a little unique to me. Like no, yeah, you don't see that terribly often, and there might be a reason for that. But I also think it's like just straight up orange because you may get like a citrusy beer, like right. especially for like a hazy IPA, but not one that's going to be just right. purely orange, like an orange creamsicle too, kind of like where what they may have been going. Right. For. So I mean, that's the thing is like if I'm going to go out to a brewery, I want to sort of get something a little unique. Mm -hmm. And so, like, getting another IPA, it's fine. Like, I'll do it. Sure. But, like, you know, this this struck me as something, you know, definitely interesting and uh, different. And uh, that was the only one that I had while I was there. I just sipped on that for a while. It was great. And, yeah. And I and I, I think, like, overall, that one, like, that, it's... And, again, like, the, the two beers that I had, they were not bad. They were good. Uh -huh. They were good beers. They were good, solid beers. Again, I'm of the opinion that all beer is good beer. Some just taste a little bit better than others. But I think that this one, you know, Chain Reaction, out of all three, I think it was my least favorite. Of yeah, the ones I agree to. with that. It wasn't that it was, but, like, terrible. It's not like I went there and, like, they threw, like, a beer in my face. But, like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, get it. What are you doing? We here? don't get serve out. your kind here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Sad Charlie Brown I, yeah, I'm sure I would find a way to figure out how that was my fault. But... <laughs> Uh, no, so, I mean, it was fine. It just, like, it was just kind of out of the way. Like we said, we had a lot of obstacles finding yeah, it. Yeah, and, and, and again, I don't attribute that to the, to, the, to, it's not their fault that was the case, but still, it was just definitely a, oh, boy, this is one obstacle to overcome. Well, and one of the things we did talk about when we were there and after we left was, uh, it wasn't so much that we disliked the beer. 
I mean, like, right. it was more the location and the atmosphere. It was just right. not for us. But, like, if we found that beer at a liquor store, we would totally be into it. If, like, if I oh, found absolutely. that orange cream ale at a liquor store, I would have it, I would buy it, oh, and yeah. I'd drink it, and enjoy it. Uh, and I would definitely get the same thing, too, for the, uh, the, uh, the Samoa beer. I would definitely get that, too, as well. So, you know, I would definitely do that in, again, as a, you know, if it was in a six-pack or a bomber or a stovepipe can, yeah. I, I would totally, totally do that. Well... On that note, before we make our way to uh, Crazy Mountain, yes, we have a beer in front of us. I'm going to crack this open. Uh, yes. with maybe some sound effects. I think that could be fun. Now we actually, I think, yeah, we have a blonde, and we, we we we're both blonde. Yes, we have a blonde. We've got two of them. Ha, I ha, got ha. the sour, but he's got the sour. I've got the stout. I got the blackberry lemon sour ale from Upslope Brewing Company out of Boulder, Colorado, and I have brownie batter milk stout from Weldworks. Out of Fort Collins, Colorado. I'm sorry, not Fort Collins, Greeley. Uh, yeah, Colorado. Greeley, Greeley, yeah. Greeley. So, yeah. should we open these together? Let's, let's crack them open, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's pour these. Pour them out for a live Ooh, pouring. It's got a nice little uh, red color to it. Oh, this is pouring just like thick Coca Cola. Oh, and that is, before we move on to the next brewery, something I do want to talk about real yes. quickly. Um, something I learned today, which I did not know about. Uh, after I had that nitro uh, stout, that sort mm-hmm. of milk. Uh, milkshakey sort of drink. The, uh, yeah, the coffee cream. The, yeah, exactly. Um, you you looked at the sort of the residuals on the side of the glass. and you called The lacing. That, yeah, the lacing. And you talked about how it was a good lacing. And I thought that was interesting. I never sort of knew about that before. It's like lacing is, and I'm actually, t- I'm, I, I thank, thank, thank you to Google. I have my computer up here. <laughs> I'm looking at that. Uh, beer lacing. Uh, so with lacing, lacing is the residue that is left from the foam from the beer as you drink it the foam uh, is all the head of the full beer yeah, and then with right. each sip it kind of moves down the glass and the slower you drink the beer that has a good healthy head the more lacing you're going to see and the type of beer that you have as well as also the clean how clean your glass is is going to determine the lacing that's in there and it was because it was a nitro which all nitro beers especially like where it comes from is guinness uh, it's going to have a really good, heavy uh, lacing quality to it, and a good lacing uh, to it. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, no, I was to say that's like that's why it was so such a nice, pretty color, yeah. a, a nice, pretty lacing is because partially it was a, it was a, one, it was a clean glass, but it was also a nitro beer as well too. Well, if you want to see what it looked like, go to uh, our Facebook page. I posted a photo yes. of that glass with the lacing on it, uh, just so that you could uh, stare, admire, stare and admire. Exactly, maybe you can get your own. Get your own own glass of lacing. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, you know, maybe drink something and then it has lacing. Exactly. Who knows? All right. So with that being said, we got back in the car. Uh, We're feeling good. Well, I think before we do that, we just cracked open our our beers. I think we need to, before we move on to our third one, I think, you know, not to cut you off. No, 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 no. But let's, uh, we have our beers. You have your sour. I have my stout. We'll give it. Cheers. Cheers. And let's take a little... You know, first impressions. Now, I, I will full disclosure. I have had one of these brownie batter ones before, okay. but only like two a couple of days ago. This is a new experience for me. This and this one, it's uh, Weldworks is famous. I should say, it, well, they're infamous or famous, whatever. Their their goal was this year. Well, not this year, but in two thousand eighteen, they wanted to make one hundred different beers, and according to the label, this one is sixty out of a hundred. Nice, and it's a lactose. It's a beer that's brewed with lactose, cocoa powder, cocoa nibs, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, vanilla, and brownie mix. Is there a limited number of releases for that one? 
Uh, no, they actually, this one was uh, sometime in the middle, of, this was in the latter half of 2018, and they're like rotating them and bringing them back, because okay. some like did really well, some like did not get that much distribution, and this one, uh, I am very fortunate I was able to get a uh, four pack of it now. Who, uh, who doesn't love a brownie? Mm-hmm. All right, it, so uh, you just took a sip, what do you think? Uh, it's, it is a liquid brownie. It's like, this is a <laughs> beer that I, I want to have, like, yeah, a brownie with it like just a nice fudgy on the edge because the edge brownies are the best i will so fight you, you anybody who says that when he says anybody who says otherwise all you listeners uh, out there listening if you ever break your jaw you still could have a brownie <laughs> because you can have it in this in beer. straw you could it's yeah. but even well just to smell that yeah just, smell. just smell that it's it's just so oh it smells delightful i love yeah, it yeah it's just so full of just chocolate a and very sweet. nice chocolatey smell mm-hmm. actually oh it's, but yeah uh, really good but it's the the texture is fudgy of it without being too like you know like you're drinking something that's you know hard to chew. It's delicious. I I, I this is a great. It's a great I dessert. Dare say stout. It is a delight. It is a delight. I think so as well. All now, right. So now this is the 180 of what he's having. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I just took a sniff. Uh, this is a sour. It has blackberry and lemon in it, and I could definitely smell that sort of fruity quality to it. So. Uh, Taking a sniff, it smells good. I mean, it smells like a nice sour sour. Oh, interesting. I uh, I did not read the can until this. Uh, the it's also got uh, French thyme as a spice. In oh there. my! So zutalo, I have used right. uh, So I'm gonna take my sip. Uh, wish me luck. Godspeed. He's going in. He's taking a sip. We're watching the reaction, and it's good. I like it. Um, I mean. In terms of a sour, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste the most sour, but that's okay. I can live with that. It definitely has that sort of, it's lighter and crisper. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of the flavors that it is advertising, I definitely feel like I get more of the lemon than the blackberry. Okay. Uh, which is totally fine. Like, no, it's sure, not like sure. I need to have blackberry, but uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a nice crisp sort of beer. I Good. like it. It's great. Upslope also does a fantastic blood orange saison. Uh-huh. Uh, which they only do around maybe summertime, but it's a fantastic beer, and it's, yeah, no, it's it's a fa- that one's a fantastic beer. So okay. uh, yeah, so we have uh, now our refreshments to talk about Crazy Mountain. We yeah, we'll talk about Crazy Mountain. I think that is, that's an excellent way. So all right, so third stop um, and final stop, well, third and final, final stop uh, for breweries for the day. Um, again, I will ask this question, even though I feel like we sort of already got the answer. <laughs> um, you sent a text to me this week saying, I think we should hit these places. Uh-huh. Um, I am assuming you picked this place because it was just kind of like on the path of where we had gone. It's sort of like heading back to, you know, mm-hmm. where we live. Uh, was there anything else that made you want to go there? Part of the reason also why I chose that one, to be perfectly honest, is uh, there is a theater company that... Uh, Used to, uh, well, the theater space still exists, and the company that is primarily out there, it's a theater company in Denver, Colorado called Buntport. Uh huh. And it's just uh, a few blocks away from Crazy Mountain. But there was a theater company that's now since moved to a permanent space, but they were renting a space. Uh, they were renting the Buntport space, and they were then using, uh, they're all about using local vendors and local shops for their, uh, you know, their concessions, and so hence Crazy Mountain uh, Beer. And they, even though they're now, excuse me, uh, not in the same, yeah, yeah. Uh, not in the same neighborhood as Crazy Mountain, they still use Crazy Mountain exclusively. 
uh, as their beer because of that partnership. So it was a chance to go, th- you know, I've been to their shows before and I've had beers at their shows before and they've been very good. So this was more of a chance to, as well, uh, visit the actual space and see what it's Absolutely. like in that, in that brewery. And I didn't even know this as well either when we were, when we entered and we first walked, uh, we, when we walked in and after talking to the bartender, uh, the guy behind the counter, he mentioned that this used, it used to be Breckenridge Brewery space before they moved up to a newer space. Uh, so, for those listening who don't know what Breckenridge Brewery is, uh, mm. let's uh, elaborate on that. Yes, that's a good point. Uh, a Breckenridge Brewery is a it's a regional brewery that's from Breckenridge, Colorado, obviously, uh-huh. uh, and they are a very very well known, very well established brewery uh, that is in the mountains. They have uh, Denver facilities, and they do I want to say regional distribution if not like mostly nationwide but they're a very big deal and they have uh, uh-huh. a couple of tap rooms and a couple of production facilities all across you know across Colorado and uh, they kind of outgrew that space that Crazy Mountain was looking for and they outgrew their old space Crazy Mountain which was in Edwards Colorado very small town that's up in the mountains right? that's up in the mountains as okay. well and so they you know they traded off and it worked out well and both of them been kind of thriving ever since so right, well, uh, so uh, initial impression of this place, uh, I think we both liked it. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what did you have, sir? Uh, the beer that I had there, I'm actually trying to, uh, find it right now, the exact name of it. Uh, it was a barley wine. Yes. Which was a, uh, very much, a, uh... Definitely a style of beer that's definitely heavier, definitely thicker. Makes me think of like something that like you know some medieval king would drink. Oh, def- oh definitely, definitely. Uh, and the one I had was the barley wine. It was called Lawyers, Guns, and Money. Uh-huh. And the barley wine, it was it was exceptionally good. It was very strong, very very thick, and very heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a the type of ale it is. It, a barley wine is a strong ale, which is a Belgian beer that can be anywhere from six to eleven percent alcohol. And uh, this one was a ten percent, so it was definitely yeah, a little on, that on high the uh, heavier side. We did; it was a little on the heavier side, but it, it was definitely very, very good. And it was one uh, for a reason because it was such a higher alcohol volume. It was only uh, in a ten ounce glass. Yes, which is probably for the best because we would still be there otherwise. Oh, yeah, no, I, we would still be there and calling an Uber. I yeah. think would be the case. Right, exactly. Take us to Vegas. Take, <laughs> put it all on black. Forty-two. <laughs> I got a feeling about that number, <laughs> sir. The board only goes up to thirty-six. Mm. Put it on thirty-six. I should have bet the payroll. <laughs> oh, oh uh, man, I lost anyway. two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I have a gambling problem. I lost twenty-six grand. Holy. You know, right, anyway. right, exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on from that. Luckily, that did not happen. <laughs> no, uh, that did not happen. I had a red ale. I forgot the name of it exactly, but um, it was good. I liked it. It was, uh, you know, it just, I don't really mm-hmm. have anything to, like, specifically special about it. It just, you know, it was good. Really bad. And, yeah, it was the Buha. It was the Buha red ale. So oh, I yes, got, I got the menu in front of me. I got their menu in front of me. And it was a good solid red ale, which is one that's going to be a little bit malty, a little bit citrusy. Yeah. Uh, not citrusy, I'm sorry, but a little bit uh, hoppy. It was good. I remember I you know, had a sip of yours, and yeah, it had that kind of that very balanced... Uh, that balanced flavor profile of both being malty and a bit more hoppy as well, yeah. which is very, very good. I don't know why. I was I was drawn to it when we uh, first walked in because it had the word red in the title. I don't... It, it, I mean, I like savior... Savior... You know what I'm trying to say. Sa- more savory. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I can't say that. It's right okay. Now, but, um, it's all good. I like more savory kind of things. So, mm-hmm. um, like, when I saw that word red, it kind of reminded me of that, like, you know, 
just something savory, like you know, comfort kind of. Yeah, no, especially on a, well, especially if it's going to be savory and more malty, that means it's going to be perfect for a cold day yeah, like so. today, where the weather is going to be questionable and snow well, is going to come down. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, with chain reaction, like the reason I went for the uh, the orange the mm-hmm. orange cream ale is I want something that is a little different. Although I mean, like reds are not like that like far out there. Sure. But I mean, like you know, I feel like you know if I'm going to try someplace, like I can get an IPA anywhere. I can get pretty much know, yeah a stout anywhere. Like I want to try something a little more different. And I felt that that was different. So and I, mm-hmm. I don't regret it at all. No, I think, nor should you. I think it's, yeah, it's good you want to try something that's going to be, uh, you always should try some, yeah, any brewery, like you say, you can find, you know, at almost any brewery, you can find some sort of an IPA. Yeah. You can find a, a double IPA, you can find a pale, those are the most, you know, more popular beer styles. I feel like stouts galore. But, but not every place is going to have a cream ale. Not yeah. every place is going to have a barley wine on tap. Yeah, right. Something different for the Part of it may also be, is also seasonal, because barley wines are more heavier, so that's more for colder uh, weather yeah. and then for you know more summer like we mentioned like why you got the cream ale because you know yeah we're now into march and so weather's going to be changing yeah. so that'll become more popular but it's definitely part of it's yeah like you said part of its style and also part of it's trying to find something that's going to be different than what's what you would normally gravitate towards as far as having a beer yeah absolutely. and like what's your like a go-to style or something like absolutely that. um okay so atmosphere of this place um do you have anything to say? To it was with? busy. It was like like it was there were there was uh yeah there were people at the tables all around. There was everybody at the bar. It was definitely fairly busy. I don't um, know if that was because of just the time of day it was. The fact it was just like you know closer a Saturday afternoon bordering on evening or what. But it was busy. But it was fu- it was definitely you could tell it was a former storefront or former bigger place yeah. bigger brewery just because the way it was set up like that would have been like where you would receive people for tours and do. Yeah. tasting it was definitely you know someone who had just moved in where it was established by another space i don't mean that as a slight i just mean that that's the kind of vibe i got from right. the place and then as soon as the bartender ex- explained that you know they used to be the space used to be occupied by breckenridge everything kind of clicked yeah so um this also had a more industrial feel outside as mm-hmm. of, like uh so the first one Brown broadway had like the more of the main streets Mm-hmm. Um, chain reaction had a very industrial feel. I mean, sure. it really felt like, you know, you were just surrounded by like trucks and stuff like that. Um, this one also, but the difference between this and chain reaction is, uh, for those of you who are listening, who are non-Denver, um, mm-hmm. we have what is the arts district in our city, which yes. is, uh, you know, like many cities have that kind of stuff, but, uh, we have the arts district and this was on a part of the street that is the arts district, but just like. A few blocks south of where it really technically begins. So even though it was industrial looking, mm-hmm. it's not really industrial. It's it's definitely like a sort of hip part of town. It definitely, yeah. More kind of artsy, more culturally rich part of town as far as... Well, not culturally rich, but I, yeah, it's not the word I'm looking for. That's a... But it's definitely more of like, yeah, it's in like the place, it's in that neighborhood where there are a lot of restaurants and art galleries. Yeah, and, and like, you know, like that. people live around there too. So mm-hmm. I can definitely see like, you know, even though I don't live in that part of town, like people live around there, probably walk there or whatever. And exactly. Like, you know, so it definitely had more of that kind of feeling. Like the other one we went to, Chain Reaction, uh, I don't know anybody that could probably walk Yeah, it was there. kind of out of the way as far as that. It was definitely definitely tucked away and it had less of a neighborhood type of vibe than like say uh on broadway and even less than yeah. yeah definitely than that which you know a, a part of it could just also be the location of where you're at who knows again it's you know i'm not 
I'm not trying to feel like we're pick, we're trying to pick on chain reaction. We're no, not. we're not trying it just, to. It just was not. It was just not our favorite of the ones we went to today. I mean, you know, we gave it a shot, and like you know, we yeah. And the beer, like I still like, I still enjoyed their beer. Just the actual tap room itself was not my favorite. I think as far as that environment. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that you know any of these places are good, but like you know, I just. One of the things that drives me to a place is like, is it accessible? And that yeah. did not strike me as accessible. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on that. It didn't strike me as like an easily an easy place you can get to because it's yeah, as yeah accessibility, like you said. So yeah, I can definitely see what you're saying with that. Yeah, um, but when we went to Crazy Mountain, Crazy uh, Mountain, the, the guy, the the brewmaster, was very friendly and spoke to us for yeah. a while about the different beers, how long they've been there. He told you all about how they took over from Breckenridge. Breckenridge, yeah, uh, from Breckenridge Brewery. So it felt like a very nice environment. I like that. Yeah, no, me too. I thought it was very, uh, yeah, it was very, very open, very welcoming. Is that uh-huh. and the bartender, you know, and even then the fact that I'll give him credit for this, it was like, like I said, it was busy. It was busy. There were people at tables. There were people at the bar. Yeah. People coming in and out. But he was, you know, still gave us the, you know, still gave us. Good attention and was very courteous, and so I, you know, top marks yeah. to that guy for that to that yeah. dude for that. No, it was yeah, it that was, was nice. that was great. I liked that a lot. No, I agree. It was very. It was a. It was a good. Yeah, it was a good place. It was a good place and a good place to kind of close it off. Yeah, uh, for the three that we went to, and it was yeah, like I said, it was like all three of them. Uh, there was not a bad one. Like there was not an old one that was like outright terrible. I should say, just one that we did not care for nearly as much as. Uh, like the the one that we did not care for, we the one we cared for the least, which was Chain Reaction. There were still plenty of other ones too that the other two that we really enjoyed and really liked. Yeah, and there were there were good beers at all of them, which was great. I so, mean, so just to you know make it fair, I guess like even though we said we enjoyed Chain Reaction the least, mm-hmm. if uh, we weren't like sort of going around testing different breweries, if somebody just invited me out to that place solely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I took a lift out there and, you know, just met my friend or whatever. I, I would have a great time there. It'd be fine. Sure. I wouldn't have any issues. I mean, like, would I go there again? Probably not on my own. But, you know, I there was nothing wrong with it. Sure. No, exactly. Nothing wrong with it. It was just, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was just definitely it's a different kind of vibe. Maybe not the kind of vibe we were looking for or that we were expecting to get, I guess. I don't know, from... Uh, especially with how things started off with B.O.B. Well, it just definitely had, like, a less friendly vibe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. And who knows, it could also, it, that could be weather-related, it could be any a number of factors, but that's just yeah. just, the, just the first impression that we kind of got from it. So, meh. So I mean, I know, I mean, you know, I don't want to sound like a man petty at this point. But, like, <laughs> but I, each place we went to today, I decided to talk to the person pouring beers for a few minutes. Uh-huh. Just while they were pouring the beers. You know, not like pestering them or anything like that. But like, you know, how long they've been open and stuff like that. Just to kind of get an idea so we can maybe talk about that in the pod today. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first place and the third place were very friendly and talked to me about like the history and that's what we learned about like you know mm-hmm. third place took over Breckenridge and all that stuff um the second place I confused that brewery with another one and I think that she was not very wanting to talk to me after that <laughs> and so Which is possible. I mean like it's possible it doesn't sure. matter it really doesn't matter ultimately mm-hmm. but I mean like you know it's like one of those things where I was like okay never mind I guess I will just drink my beer gotcha no that makes sense that makes sense. Cool. No, I think that, but all, th- but all three of them, like there was not a, like there was not a outright bad or 
scuzzy beer or anything out of all three of them. All three of them were very, you know, all three three had very good beer offerings. Yeah. So yeah, that's no. I think that's I think that's positive. That's, right. a, that's a good sign. Yeah, it's a very good sign so far. Uh, good signs to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one other thing I want to talk to you about before sure. uh, the end of the pod. Before we start uh, to wrap up, sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so you took me to this liquor store I'd never been to after we were done. Uh, yes, we went to Grapevine Liquors. Shout out to them. They're a great location and a great place that uh, have a great selection and very, very great people. I love visiting them. And um, you, yes, you yeah, got Yeah, so I picked up this Game of Thrones Royal Reserve <laughs> Collection. It is a Sour Blonde Ale blend. It mm-hmm. is to represent, I am supposing, Cersei. Yep. Um, but there are four of these. Uh, I will let you take over and tell the history of this, but you told me about this to begin with. Uh, yes, they are from a brewery. If I could see that, yeah, I'll make sure. It's and, in uh, Copperstown, New York, I think. Uh, yes, uh, Cooperstown, New York. Cooperstown, Cooper's, yeah. That's right, Cooperstown, New York. And I'm going to screw this up. Up. Uh, I believe this is a Dutch or a Scandinavian word, but it's uh, Ame or something. Uh, Amigang yeah, brewery, right. which uh, I forget what it means. I heard I heard someone mention it before, but it's from there. It's licensed where they have four different beers. There's this one, which is called Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. As Peter said, it's the uh, uh, ale for it's a a beer for Cersei. Then there's also one that's called Mother of Dragons, which is a uh, beer for Daenerys. Then there is the King in the North, which is a beer for Jon. And then Hand of the Queen, which is a beer for Tyrion. All four (laughs) different styles. This one's a Sour Blonde. Uh, The beer for Daenerys is, I think it's a... It's a it's a creek beer, which is kind of more sour, cranberry, cherry, kind of fruity beer. That's Daenerys's? That's Daenerys' okay. beer. Uh, John's is a uh, bourbon barrel-aged stout Sounds right. for, of course, Take the Black uh, oh, right, for the right. North Wall. And then Tyrion's is a fortified, full-bodied, and full-of-personality <laughs> bar- barley wine, similar to the one that we had, the, the beer that I had at Crazy Mountain. Uh, they're all four licensed by HBO for this, and we're going to do a Game of Thrones episode uh, to give you a little teaser, you know, soon before the uh, third season's going to come out. Uh, the, the, the third season, good lord. Before the final season comes out, yep. it'll be, uh, you know, it may not be our third or fourth episode, who knows, but we'll do a tasting. Uh, Peter's got the Cersei beer, yep. Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. I'm a fan of Cersei. I'm not going to lie, even though she's horrible. I like her. That's totally fine. Yeah. Hey, we all like what we like. There's nothing wrong with that. I I've got the Tyrion beer, the uh, Hand of the Queen, and the Jon Snow beer, the uh, King of the North. And uh-huh. I will find the. Uh, I know a couple places that the uh, Daenerys Queen of uh, Mother of Dragons beer is going to be held, and we'll do a live kind of tasting of all four of them just to kind of just right. make a bit fun. Right. But that was at uh, yeah, that was at that was at Grapevine Liquors, which uh, is a great liquor store, and also uh, the beers. I will full disclosure: I've had the Sour Blonde and the uh, the Mother of Dragons beer before. They're both good. With tie-in beers, it can be with with anything that's going to be you know uh, like a promotional tie-in, whether it's a beer, a cheeseburger, or a or oranges that they had for Star Wars yeah. or whatever. What? what? <laughs> This is a sure sign that Disney needed to calm the hell down when they were doing Force Awakens. They were promoting everything, and so you could go to the grocery store, and there were BB-8 oranges. Oh, uh, I do remember that. Okay, and it was just mind. like, Let's okay, we, I, you're trying to appeal to a lot of demos here with people who like oranges and people who like Star Wars. BB-8 I promise. wants to get your vitamin C. I, he wants to prevent scurvy, apparently, yeah. too. I well, promise. Most of them are British actors. I, I promise there's enough... <laughs> 
promise there's enough crossover between the two. You don't need to have just special oranges marketed for just people who enjoy Star Wars. Uh, but this one, like, but this is a good, this is a good tie-in, especially because yeah. they always talk about ale and wine and everything. Yeah, right, right. So yeah, it's well, it's Tyrion himself just enjoys drinking wine. Well, he enjoys it very much, and you know they're you know the the, well, the nice say, watch. I drink wine and I know that, things. that's what I do. I drink and I know things. So no, we'll do an episode of all four of those. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. That'd and be that's... a good tasting episode. Exactly. Because uh, I mean, I think that ultimately one of the things that we do want to do is like so. Right now, we're going to all these breweries, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will come a time where we may not want to go to a brewery, but we still want to hang out and drink. So exactly. So we will probably hit up a liquor store, buy just, some of this, and exactly. just taste and talk. Exactly. Just do a live tasting, do a live talking. And that, I think at that point, we may that's when we may bring on some special guests oh, as well, too. Last point of the conversation today yes. that uh, we had talked about. So since we had our first episode and put this up... Uh, uh, at least one person I know on Facebook <laughs> said that they wanted to be a guest star, but I know that uh, I've talked to a couple of other people. I think you have too. I've got a couple of people who want to be yeah, on the show as well too. Which stars, uh, I'm all, which I'm all for. We'll definitely uh, we'll get a schedule of that going because you know I we're think we're be... just uh, figuring out what our show is to be exactly. With and I feel like this one has a bit more structure than the last, which yeah. is you know good. It's it's evolving, so that is great. But no, uh, so. Yeah. There, you know, so t- tasting live tasting episodes, guest stars. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming down the pipeline for you here at uh, Blonde Sour Stout. Yeah, so please uh, continue listening. Thank you exactly. for listening to this one. Exactly. Now, before we wrap up completely, yes. uh, as we did last time, again, this is a uh, bit stolen from the Good Place podcast, but it still is one. <laughs> uh, Peter, what's good in your world right now? Uh, I have three weeks until spring break. That's really good. Excellent. That's very good. Less than a month for a good long week off. Yeah, that'd be exactly. That would be really fantastic. And yeah, as I told you before, I just like to sleep, so that's always the well, main thing in good. life. Yeah, That would be very good. Excellent. How about you? What's good in your life? Uh, what's good in my world is tomorrow, uh, it may seem like it may not be good just because the schedule is, but I just got it. Uh, I am going into technical rehearsals for a... Uh, a show that opens up that I'm currently uh, performing in. The show opens uh, this coming Friday. Uh, anyone listening who is going to be listening to it between now, uh, it's going to be the Odd Couple, which performs at the uh, Parker Arts. At, uh, Parker Arts. Yep, Parker Arts uh, opens March 8th and runs until March 17th, so just two weekends. But uh, I got a tech week that I'm looking forward to tomorrow, That's just fantastic. because it's going to be it's going to yeah it's going to be fun. I, well, it's, good. I you know it's been a, it's been a little while since I've been on stage again, so it's going to be fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And this has been a this day has been a nice, chill, fun day yeah, before heading into nice. tech week. So it's been very good and not too wild or anything like that. So you know, oh no, it's, it's not know, too it's not good. too wild or crazy. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. And I will just say also, I just dig the fact that it's like cold and snowy and just kind of gray and. It makes me want to hang out inside and drink beer. Exactly, which is what we're doing right now. So, so you know, and with cheers. that, to kind of wrap things up, yeah. Cheers. I'll say that. Any final words before we uh, do wrap up? Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed. That's all I can say. <laughs> hey, I hope you enjoyed it, too. If you made it this far, you haven't uh, abandoned us yet. So no, exactly. Please come back for episode three. Exactly. Come on back. We'll be here. So with that, cheers. Cheers. That's it for this episode of Blonde Sour Stout. Find us and like us on Facebook, leave a review at iTunes, and send any comments, questions, suggestions, or even beer recommendations to blondesourstout at gmail.com. And that's blonde with an E. 
Until next time, drink what you like and enjoy what you love. Cheers. <laughs>